Hey Northwest Arkansas, welcome to the first episode of Hey Hey NWA. This is where we're going to talk about the inspiration that we have behind this podcast, what motivated us to do so. So I'm Peyton Finley. Uh, I live here in Bentonville and I guess we can go around and say our names, you know, because we're all, the gang's all here, you know. The gang's all here. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm Zach Pinky. I currently live in Springdale. I'm here. <laughs> I'm Ely Squattlebaum. I live in Bentonville. And we're all sitting in Peyton's house right now. Yes. Uh, this is what I sometimes like to call the studio. Um, it's a little it's a little flattering for my house, my humble abode. So the style of this interview is that we're actually going to interview one another. So kind of getting everybody's first person perspective on how they got involved and why they're here in the first place. And so we're actually going to start with Zach Panky himself. So Zach Panky is one of the hosts here on Hey Hey NWA. You're going to hear him a lot in the interviews that we do with locals around the community and also in our discussions just with the other hosts. Also, he does a lot of post-production work, so sound editing. He has designed the Hey Hey NWA logo. So we're going to get started with interviewing Zach. Zach, how did you get to Northwest Arkansas in the first place? Yeah, so... Mm, this is a good story. So I was in school in Jackson, Tennessee, studying fine arts. Um, and I was actually dating a girl at the university at the time. And there was conversation about graduation. What is that going to look like? Where are we both going to end up? And uh, I decided that I was going to move to Northwest Arkansas for a girl. About a week before I was like scheduled to move, um, we broke up, but I'd already kind of made plans to be up here. I'd kind of already made some connections. And so I decided it's time for a change of scenery. It's time to not be in Jackson anymore. There was some really great stuff going on in Northwest Arkansas. Um, I wanted to move up here to be part of the craft community and just kind of plug into an area that seemed like was developing and growing, and I wanted to be a part of that. Um, so I moved up here, kind of stuck to my guns, kind of stuck to the plan, and moved up here in June of 2016. And so did you grow up around Jackson? Where did you grow up in the first place? Yeah, so I grew up in northeast Arkansas in the town of Marion, my driveway was about 12 minutes from downtown Memphis. I thought you were about to measure your driveway. No. Like it was about no. 12 <laughs> miles long. Really no, no. It was about, it's a quick drive to Memphis. So uh, Marion is on the Tennessee-Arkansas border. Okay. So I grew up in Marion, um, went to high school there, graduated high school, went to school in Jackson. It was about an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I am from originally from Arkansas. Okay, um, through and through, through and through, <laughs> and then spent some time in Tennessee. What did you do when you first got to Northwest Arkansas? What was you had just broken up? You didn't know anybody here, so how did you get connected? What did you throw yourself into, yeah. or did you throw yourself into anything at all? Yeah. So when I first 
um, started having conversations about moving to Northwest Arkansas. My dad uh, talked to me about his first time that he moved somewhere new and didn't know anybody there. Um, and he talked about how it was the loneliest year of his life. Um, and he didn't want that for me. Knowing myself and keeping in mind that um, it's very easy to just be alone um, for me, I kind of moved to Northwest Arkansas with the intent uh, to really fight the urge to lay in bed and fight the urge to just binge Netflix. Mm. Um, we all fight that and, temptation. <laughs> and actually get out and go do stuff. Um, and so events, gallery openings at the beginning. Um, I got on Meetup for a while, hmm. um, which was terribly successful and just the worst thing ever. <laughs> um, Can you describe that a little bit? Yeah, more? <laughs> so uh, the, some of the first friends I made up here were through a meetup group at Crystal Bridges, um, which was great. Made some friends there. And then um, I also went on a camping trip, and it was basically a 40-year, like 40s singles group. Um <laughs> And so everybody there was like over the age of 40, except for me. Um, Did you not read the description of the meetup Well, no. Group? Okay. So the meetup group is not a 40 plus singles group okay. or anything. <laughs> okay. But that's basically what it was when we got there. And uh, we were, it was like camping overnight and then it was a float trip. Hmm. And it was just like, like 60 year old white women, like drinking lots of wine on the river and it was like oh my gosh this is a new experience like <laughs> is that when you kind of pause to yourself again. and you're like how did we get here what is my life i didn't whenever i was five and dreamt of my future this is not what came up i will say i never went back they were okay. they were great humans we all jumped in the river at night and hung out and stuff but <laughs> I, I never i never returned so there's that um so meetup was kind of the first thing. How did you slowly become more involved in Northwest Arkansas community? How did you, how did that process happen? Yeah. So I was very fortunate um, to have a couple of conversations and just a couple of things work out um, where I got a job with a handful of people. And one of those people um, was a 16 year old girl who I had conversations with about, I'm very lonely. Um, and I have no friends here being an adult male in a new area is difficult for friendship. How does an adult male make friends? Like, where do you go to find friends? Right. Um, and so she introduced me to this guy named Jared. Um, and so Jared invited me to be a part of a house church that met in his living room, which is where I met Peyton. Um, that's me. That's Peyton. <laughs> um, and slowly I made connections through that group, not primarily in that group, but through that group to where I feel like I'm connected to a community of people who are looking out for me. Um, and also made some friends like 
that I spend time with now. Like, um, it was really all in all, like a couple of really fortunate conversations that put me in the rooms with some people who really benefited me socially, like mm-hmm. relationally. So well, I'm sure having those base relationships really gave you a good amount of confidence to do just more social things in general, or just at least explore the culture here more, I guess. Would you say that's the case for you? Yeah, I would say so. But then again, there were outlets for that. Mm -hmm. But there was part of me that was always like, I know that I want to be a part of the things going on here, regardless of who I hang out with. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to be a part of the development of stuff that's going on here. Um, I'm a creative at heart. Um, And so when I think about how does Zach want to engage the world, it's creating things, um, making things, starting businesses, failing a lot, (laughs) figuring it out. Like I'd seen it done before where people could create conversational type interviews and that sort of thing that connected people um, to understand their city um, Mm -hmm. in the form of in Jackson, it was a podcast and blog called our Jackson home. Mm -hmm. Um, That was a free plug there, but that's (laughs) how my friends ran. And uh, it was really incredible what they were doing for, for a town of 80,000 people. Um, to tell stories of people who've been there and the rich history that that Jackson has. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really, I don't know, compelled by that sort of stuff where it was like I found myself, like them, wanting to create something for me and for the community around me. Mm-hmm. Um, was that a sufficient answer? Did I just rabbit trail? No, it's completely fine. <laughs> Actually, the next thing I was going to ask you, just why, how you got interested in podcasts specifically, because we are a podcast yeah, and we're making one right now. Yeah. So let's talk about that. The more, the longer I live, the more I think I discover that I have stumbled across things that 60 year old men stumble across when they're close to retirement. <laughs> Um, golf. I played golf in high school. Oh yeah, you did. Okay. Um, <laughs> for a brief stint, just was not real good at that. <laughs> so I left that one in the dust. Um, no. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, talk radio. People my age don't listen to talk radio typically. Um, when I was in Memphis or right outside of Memphis, I would spend mornings listening to radio shows that played on like an AM station um, where people where DJs came in and played whatever they wanted to play. And it was really neat. Um, but I really, I don't know, talk radio was fascinating to me. Um, in addition to the talk radio things that old men get into, um, building furniture, uh, just working with your hands in general, um, I don't think people my age are like, oh man, when I build furniture, I just like, oh, I just like <laughs> ooze with life. Like the, I don't uh, think most people would say ooze with life either. So just, you're still yeah, a minority within a minority great. right now. Fantastic. <laughs> Excellent. So 
Yeah. So the first podcast I ever listened to was started by a band that I listened to in high school. Um, and they just had interesting conversations with people they toured with and um, different things, heard stories about, you know, life on the road or life at shows or now that they're 40 and have kids or like reflecting on that season of their life, um, that sort of thing. Um, and I started to just really become fascinated with the medium um, and what could be done with the medium and how people were kind of expanding on it. Uh, so storytelling was one education was something else, comedy, you know, creative fiction, storytelling. I was, I thought it was neat how the, the medium itself was being utilized in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, that's kind of how I, I got into it, um, was just this slow burn that was almost obsessive compulsive. I was going to work in my studio And while I was simultaneously working with my hands, I had headphones in my ears listening to podcasts. It was just something to occupy my mind while I occupied my hands. It kind of became meditative. Mm -hmm. Um, It was paired well with uh, making stuff, which is meditative for me. So, yeah, I listened to uh, like 15 podcasts. Because I'm a crazy person. You are a crazy person. <laughs> Accurate. So now, what inspired you to make your own? What what got you here to Hey Hey NWA? I found when I moved to Northwest Arkansas, um, it was really difficult to make friends. But it was also really difficult to like know what was going on. As someone who wanted to participate in the culture in development, in startups, whatever that was, as someone who wanted to be a part of those conversations and a part of the things going on here, it was incredibly difficult to find where do I plug in though? Like I'm here, I'm, I'm, I, I am a set of hands with time to spare. Like someone just like grab me by the collar and drag me along. I'm here, whatever that is. Um, but I couldn't find anything. Like, I just could not find a space to do that sort of thing. But I knew it was happening because stuff was literally popping up everywhere. Knowing the people to be in the spaces for the conversations to be like, hey, I was one of the kids who was a part of that when it started out um, was what I really wanted to be. And so when I found that it was so difficult, I said, other people just need to hear, hear what's going on and how to contribute to what's going on in our area because I found it difficult. I knew, and as someone who really wanted to be a part of it, found it difficult. I knew Mm -hmm. that there are people who did not have as much time on their hands to be looking for it and also were a little more casual in their engagement. So I knew for them, it would be even that much more difficult to figure it out. This podcast was kind of my um, critique, my answer to that. I'm going to give people that opportunity in that space to find out how they can contribute. So next we'll talk to Peyton Finley. He is another host on the show and he works on pre-production. So he finds people to have on the show and events to talk about 
And he also does the music. So he wrote the theme song and does any kind of background music you might hear. So Peyton, how did you end up in North of Arkansas? Oh, how did I get here? So upon graduating college, I went to, to a school, like a private liberal arts school in the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. So it's called Chicagoland just in general. Just for those who don't know, because it's not just Chicago, it's just a metroplex, like Dallas-Fort Worth. Anyway, so I rabbit trailed there. (laughs) So anyway, so I was graduating, and I had studied physics and math in college, and I was like, what do I do with this? And I, I had grown up in Dallas, and then I went to school in Chicago land, um, and I was like, Hey, I want to move to a big city. I want to like, (laughs) which, which I'm already laughing at myself. So I wanted to move to a big city, like a move into Chicago or move to DC. That was actually really on the map for a while. And whenever I was applying for jobs, I definitely didn't consider Northwest Arkansas, but my brother worked here actually in Northwest Arkansas. And he was like, Hey, so you know, would you want to work maybe over here? And I, I didn't plan on <laughs> working here. I was just another application for another, another opportunity. And so I was like, yeah, sure. Here's my resume, blah, blah, blah. Um, meanwhile, I thought I had much more promise elsewhere. Um, ended up that I got the job here. And then I was also in the running for a job in DC. And I was really hoping it would be DC. I knew the job here would be really great, but I really wanted like a big city culture and feel and just the bustling, rich culture behind that. And it ended up that it was between me and another guy and the other guy got it. And so I was like, well, okay, I'm moving (laughs) to Northwest Arkansas. And the only things I knew about Northwest Arkansas were like my grandparents who lived in Searcy Mm -hmm. and also all of my extended family went to Harding university. And so it's, that's all I knew. And I was like, that's, that's kind of a boring area. This is going to be fantastic. I'm really (laughs) excited about that though. Whenever I would drive from Dallas to Chicago, because I was from Dallas, went to school in Chicago, I would pass through here. And every time I passed through here, I would see something new developing. So that kind of like piqued my curiosity a little bit about the area because it, it just seemed to be growing at a, a abnormally fast rate. And my brother would talk about that a, a little bit, but I was like, hey, it's not a big city. What's the big deal? But I ended up moving here uh, for for that job, and here I am. <laughs> <laughs> what kinds of things did you get into when you first came here? Like, what got you excited about being here? That's a good question. So... You'd okay. I just talked about my brother being here. You'd think you'd be here, and I would hang out with him. Psych. He is actually in a rotational program that put him in San Francisco, and then after that, put him in China. And so, whenever I got here, he wasn't actually here, and I couldn't really depend on him for being social or anything, which is completely fine because uh, I went to school in Chicago, and I didn't know a single soul when I got there, and everything turned out okay. Um, and so moved up here, didn't know much, like really much of anybody. I knew I, wherever I was going to be, I wanted to be there for a while. So I bought a house, <laughs> and so which is very abnormal for somebody to come out of college and do. Um, but I was like, all right, I'm going to be here. So I got involved 
just wherever I could, I would try to visit various places like Crystal Bridges or um, some of the breweries in the area. I remember one um, one weekend, actually it was my second weekend here, um, right before my job started. I didn't know anybody and it was Saturday night and I was was going to dress up and go to Crystal Bridges by myself. And then, and dressing up means like nothing. It's like putting on jeans and button up t-shirt. Like anyway, but I got to Crystal Bridges and they're like, oh, we actually closed at six. So sorry. And I was like, crap, what do I do? And so I went to a brewery and hung out there and I was just going to get a growler, but the bartender was like super friendly and was like, Hey, won't you like stay a while? Because you know, you just said you had no plans and no friends because apparently I was that open whenever I initially moved here. So yeah, I was able to hang out there and kind of hear more about the community because honestly, I thought I would hate it here the first time whenever I actually moved here, but I was able to talk with the bartender about just the culture here and the life here and events and just how the community is developing. It was, it was all very interesting. Like I didn't, I didn't really see any of it coming. And so that gave me a little more hope. Also, whenever I, whenever I moved into this neighborhood um, that I'm in, my neighbors are very friendly um, and super kind. And yeah, again, told me about the richness and culture here. And I'm the kind of person once that wants to dive into that. In college, I was like hyper involved <laughs> in college. Like I was a tour guide. I was like, in the gospel choir of my college, I was, what else did I do? I was on the student alumni board where like we planned events to connect students to alumni and all of that kind of business and kept myself super busy. And so wherever, wherever I am, I like to know it inside and out. I like to throw myself into it. I like to contribute. And so once I got here, I was just trying to do that again, because <laughs> that's, that's my way of operating. Yeah, so I slowly started getting in, uh, making connections. So are you, do you listen to podcasts? Are you like in a podcast or? Good question. So um, I listened to some occasionally before moving here, but it wasn't actually until I met Zach that I started listening to a good amount of them. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's all his fault. Yeah, but. I wasn't super into podcasts, but I love, love, love storytelling and hearing people's stories. I love hearing why people do the things that they do, what makes them tick, what they're passionate about, um, what they geek out about. Just no matter what it is about people, I just love it when people um, are themselves and I get to experience that or hear the stories behind that. And so with that mentality, um, I met Zach at house church one morning he is obsessed with podcasts you heard him say he was like 14 16 i don't really remember the number he would send some my way then i thought hey this is yeah this is a really neat medium it's it's very much just letting somebody into a conversation that people are having depending on the podcast type but um the majority that i listened to were more conversational and more geared towards people's stories the more i listened to those the more I saw it as a medium for collecting those stories. And I kind of wanted to be a part of that in doing this podcast. It's one big old excuse for me to hear the stories of the people in my community. It's not just, you know, something that, you know, I'm, I'm just picking up information. I'm just like 
gathering passion from the people around me. It, it makes my heart happy. <laughs> you know, when we started this, I had no idea. I still have no idea where this is going. But now I get to talk to people that I normally don't get to talk to through these interviews and just hear their stories. And it just makes my heart happy. Um, so the podcast in itself, um, or the medium of the podcast, like you originally asked about, that that wasn't as important and as much as just it being a way to capture and tell stories. I come from just a group of friends and a college that's really passionate about marginalized communities and minority communities. That these these stories in particular aren't always told and they're not always publicized. And once once I got here, you know, this is a very corporate white Christian area and I started to think you know what 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 kind of areas are here that I'm not seeing what 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 is deeper than what I see and what are those stories behind there and so one thing that I really want to get out of this podcast and and the stories I want to tell are those that don't those stories that aren't typically told so whether they be minority faith communities or minority racial communities or the or just the communities that um that exist and bring life to a small group of people that are maybe not in the mainstream i guess that is something that i want to get out to everybody in northwest arkansas just to say that these people are here these stories are here these people are real um and they're your neighbors they're down the street from you and it's just a better way to interconnect Northwest Arkansas, instead of thinking it's one homogenous group. So you came up with the name Hey Hey NWA. I did. Yeah. How did that come about? One day, I was actually listening to a podcast that Zach had sent me because he sends me so many. And it was a podcast really emphasizing the do-it-yourself kind of mentality and honestly lifestyle, the way of forging your own path and following what really puts fire in your bones. And through through that, I actually came up with like my end of the dream of this podcast because I was I was thinking about like all these all these stories that I wanted to to know and the culture I wanted to engage here and listening to that I was like, you know, this guy on this podcast literally just records himself with a microphone and it's his way of encouraging people like me in through this medium like what better way would it be what a better way to actually do what ignites fire in my bones and do the sim do something similar to him and just start a podcast where i just get these stories and say hey northwest arkansas what's up like what do you what do you have what's going on here what what stories do you have what culture is here and so, honestly, it was just so catchy, you know, <laughs> just hey, hey, NWA. Yeah, I was, I was really excited about engaging Northwest Arkansas through conversational stuff. So, hey, hey, NWA was named. And finally, we're going to interview Elise Quattlebaum. Elise came on uh, recently uh, as our blog writer. Um, so she will be doing all of the blog writing that you see on the website. Um, she will be 
a part of the conversations uh, that we do in our off weeks around events, food, different things in Northwest Arkansas. She'll be part of those conversations, which will be fun. And then she'll also potentially be doing some event calendar stuff on the website too um, that you guys can maybe look forward to in the near future. So Elise Quattlebaum, everyone. <laughs> Hi, Elise. Hey. Hey, hey. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. Um, where did you grow up? Um, well, we moved here when I was in middle school. So I pretty much grew up here, but then I moved to Joplin, Missouri to go to Missouri Southern State University. And I commuted a lot and hung out here some and kind of just wasn't either place. <laughs> and then um, graduated and moved back, but still went back and forth a lot. And then just decided that wasn't that wasn't very fun yeah. and decided to jump in here. What was my feet? Yeah. What did you study while you were in school? Uh, technical writing with a minor in public relations. Okay. So what does that look like? What sort of, <laughs> what, what is technical writing? Yeah. Technical the... writing is the, um, the boring stuff. So people think of English and they think of creative writing and it's the, you know, everything except that. Um, gotcha. So I could like write textbooks or like grant proposals, you know, just real technical, dry writing. And very, and some very dry writing will be going on on our website, correct? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, the boring stuff. Yeah. Very boring <laughs> stuff. So why did you decide to kind of plant your flag in Northwest Arkansas and say, this is where I want to be? I made a website for my senior thesis. Um, it was called NWA Underground, and it is it was exactly what this is, which is so cool. And the point of it was to find people and places and events that are so cool because there's so many here, but, you know, very few people were involved in, like you've talked about, you know, it's, we want to be involved. There's just not a good uh, way to communicate those things. So that was what I tried to do with that and um, realized there was so much more than I even knew when I started it and got excited and met people and yeah, place to be. What is it about storytelling in the format that you do in writing that excites you? So why, I guess, you're a technical writer, mm -hmm. but why share stories in the way that you do? Right. Yeah, it's kind of funny. A, a minor in PR really meet a lot of different personalities and um, a lot of different passions, and it's hard not to pick up on those. And uh, I could have gone into journalism, but... I had such a hard time not acting excited about what I was talking about or upset or this or that. You have to kind of give someone else's impression mm. of things. And I, mean, I get excited. I want to act excited. Right. Yeah. Right. You have to be almost objective in, mm -hmm. in a journalistic space. Right. So you do get excited about stories. <laughs> yeah. What stories in Northwest Arkansas uh, have gotten under your skin? One really cool place is called Terra Studios, pretty far south, but it is um, an art collective kind of thing, and they do classes, and uh, that's where they made the bluebirds of happiness, those glass bluebirds mm -hmm. that you see around, and they have trolls all over their property, and they have uh, a labyrinth and little trails, and like they've got their own little story, and 
you know, the trolls have different personalities and uh, I just love that you can go there and like you're just in art and it's free and you just hang out and yeah, that's cool. There's so many breweries around here and um, when I talked to people who own them and work in them, I was surprised because you would think that it would be more competitive, you know, like we're all in the same market trying to make money from the same people, but they are all just like, you know, like excited to know each other and um, it's a nice like community. Yeah. So when Peyton, I guess, stumbled across NWA Underground and the work you were doing there, something that both of us were really impressed with was the calendar because nowhere in all of our social media searching, uh, as we said, it was hard for us to find spaces to plug in had we found as comprehensive a calendar as what you had. Mm -hmm. Um, So could you tell us a little bit about like what it is like keeping up with events in Northwest Arkansas and how you share those? Yeah, a lot of of it is... um getting on Facebook and um, like finding the people that I've already become interested in, seeing what people are doing or like what shows are coming up at a brewery and then what else that person's involved in. Um, But yeah, it was, it's really hard to find, you know, like easily, oh, here's a list of things that I could do this weekend. Right. Yeah. And like it, it is very corporate here. So the things you do find are family friendly and which is great, but you know, it's not always what you're looking for. You're not always yeah. looking to be around families. <laughs> <laughs> Can you talk to us a little bit about what your hope is for the blog? Uh, kind of where you hope to see that go? Maybe the movement uh, and types of stories you want to share there? Yeah, yeah. I really want to bring attention to individuals that are neat and um, are doing cool things. And as well as places and businesses and places to visit. But I'd love to just have a space to say, hey, I met this person and look at their cool art or this other thing they're doing. Aren't they cool? And just celebrate people Mm. in Northwest Arkansas. And I also really want um, people to tell me about other people because I'm just one person, you know. It'd be quite a task to find everybody like that here. Absolutely. Yeah, so I'd like some involvement. So generally, we'll see one-on-one conversations with individuals is kind of the idea. Yeah, yeah, just sit down and talk to people and see what they're interested in and why they put time and energy into what they do, Mm. what makes them happy. Yeah. If you like what you hear here on Hey Hey NWA, feel free to follow us on our social media pages. On Facebook, we are Hey Hey NWA Podcast, and on Instagram, we are Hey Hey NWA Podcast with no spaces and no underscores. Also, if you're a local person or organization involved in the arts, business, initiatives, or culture here in Northwest Arkansas, and you would like to be featured on our podcast, shoot us an email at heyheynwa at gmail.com. Make sure you check out our blog. There you can find articles that are about different people, places, and events that are featured on the podcast. There's also photos and a calendar. You can find that at heyheynwa.com forward slash blog. If you want to contribute to what we're doing here at Hey Hey NWA, you can financially support us at patreon.com forward slash hey hey NWA. Thanks for listening.